0: Hi, this is Dr. Gwen. Today is August 5th, and it's 11.30 in the morning. And I really felt the need to talk about these two articles, um, because I'm trying to figure it out myself. So I'm going to share that and then share my thoughts. And it's about the use of calcium supplements. The LA Times kind of shocked me this week when they had a uh, publication come out on uh, July 29th that talks about calcium supplements increase the risk of heart disease in the elderly. So it says millions of postmenopausal women take calcium supplements in order to stave off osteoporosis, but recent studies have shown that the pills provide little benefit. That just got my eye. Even though they may increase bone density, they do not reduce the risk of fractures or of death. Now, some researchers are being convinced that the supplements not only provide no benefit, but they can even be harmful, increasing the risk of heart attacks by nearly a third. So, I, you know, I've been promoting the use of calcium for many, many years. Um, so this really got my eye. The results, experts all agree, do not apply to calcium ingested of food, which is beneficial. So this is strictly to Supplements. The risk was first suggested by two clinical trials, one in 2006 and the other in 2008. Um, To investigate the possibility of harm, a uh, PI at the University of Auckland in New Zealand and his colleagues combined results from 11 randomized controlled trials, which is called a meta-analysis, by the way, of calcium supplements without vitamin D, which is often given in conjunction with the supplements involving more than 12,000 patients. And they reported in the journal, uh, the British Medical Journal, that they found a 31% increase in the risk of heart attack and smaller, non-significant increases in the risk of stroke and death. While equal numbers of women received calcium or placebo, 143 of those who re- received calcium suffered a heart attack compared to 11, 111 who received a placebo. Although the increase in risk is small, they said the widespread use of the supplement suggests that many women could be adversely affected. In an editorial accompanying the report, cardiologists from the University of Leeds and the University of Hull in England noted that given the uncertain benefits of calcium supplements, any level of risk is unwarranted. On the basis of the limited evidence available, patients with osteoporosis should generally not be treated with calcium supplements, either alone or combined with vitamin D unless they are also receiving an effective treatment for osteoporosis. And although there are several possibilities, no one is sure how the supplements could increase heart attack risk. So then I thought, well, let's, let's get a summary of the British Medical Journal um, publication. So they did this meta-analysis that said that it, it does not undermine the in, un, entire body of research on an essential mineral. So sufficient calcium intake shown in a scientific research study has a significant role in building and maintaining maximum bone mass and consumers should not doubt the effectiveness of calcium supplements for maintaining bone health according to the british medical journal adequate calcium intake is vital to building and maintaining maintaining healthy bones and to preventing osteoporosis which is caused by a failure to build adequate bone mass or by bone loss that occurs as we age. Most people do not get enough calcium from diet alone, and this is where a calcium supplement can be important to consumers of all ages. The results from the meta-analysis do not undermine the value calcium supplements offer those concerned with maintaining or increasing bone density, as years of research show these products do. So the effects of the calcium supplements were studied on the danger that it may cause cardiovascular incidence. The result that it, that it indeed increases endangerment suggested that there should be an evaluation of using calcium supplements for the treatment of osteoporosis, according to the authors of this meta-analysis. And in a meta-analysis, what they do is they take a number of research studies and look at the significant uh, findings to see if, you know, uh, if there is an overall significance from a, a larger body of research. In contradicting the findings of the meta-analysis, they stated that the conclusions are overstatements given the limited scope of meta-analysis. While it was possible to include over 300 scientific studies on calcium supplements effect on bones, the analysis, for example, have found it necessary to use only 15 random selections as eligible for analysis. And compounding it all, out of the 15 trials that were studied, 7 had no or incomplete data on cardiovascular outcomes, and only 5 of the total 15 studies were the only source for the cardiovascular results. And with the exclusion of trials in administering calcium and vitamin D, which was which is important because that's what most women are taking, many conclusive studies were admitted, including the Women's Health Initiative, which established that calcium and vitamin D working in tandem had no effect on the risk of coronary heart disease or stroke. So those were completely ignored in, the, in this study. The authors characterized these findings as though all of the selected studies suggest increased In fact, the opposite is true. Most of the studies do not suggest increased risk. Bone health is one of the most common reasons why healthcare professionals recommend calcium supplements, and there are other health benefits that may be associated with calcium supplementation, such as reduction of colon cancer risk, etc. This is not even considered by the author, and it's unfortunate these researchers are making sweeping judgments about the value of calcium supplements. So this, this is the rebuttal to the article. The original studies included in the meta-analysis were not intended to assess cardiovascular outcomes. As there were no publications on the data on cardi- cardiovascular events before, meta-analysis had to find the information separately, which was 10 to 20 years after the original study was performed. So meta-analysis can be a useful tool for scientific evaluation, but you have to recognize the limitations. You know, just making a conclusion that you know, all the studies are different, and so it is really very important to look at look at this um, objectively. And keep in mind that the findings are based on a collection of past studies that may have different designs, doses, populations, et cetera. And the analysis should not dissuade consumers, particularly young women, from taking calcium supplements. They should talk with their doctors about their current and long-term needs and determine how much calcium they're getting from their diets and supplement accordingly in combination with vitamin D. And that is what I would agree with and pass along to you. First, um, if you are taking up to 1,200 milligrams of calcium, that's what I do. I take one in the morning, and 600 milligrams with vitamin D, and take it again at night. Um, If you're doing that, I think it's fine to do, but talk to your physician. Um, This research, I think, is more of a shock and awe, and uh, I think we need to be cautious, because there's many benefits of taking calcium. But make sure it's with vitamin D, and maybe that's what the research needs to be focused at. In addition, um, I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> um, you know, my concern is that the LA Times uh, essentially phrased this article as, you know, a, a fear tactic and that we, we need to stop immediately calcium supplements, which is not the case. So do this cautiously, talk to your physician. And that's all I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to stay on mine, so if that helps you, um, I'd... I'd think there's enough evidence that has supported the use of calcium and vitamin D. This is Dr. Gwen. Take good care of yourself. Be healthy and be happy. Bye now.